being a musician it's very like you're always in isolation even if you're around people you're in isolation because you're just really like what's happening how can i use this in music literally everyone i like talk to or date i'd be like do not be mad at me if your name pop up in the song or our situation pops up in the song because i'm going to be honest about how i feel or even like yeah. Uh, I lay on the scary, you gotta glow, gotta glow. You gotta glow. She had my you gotta glow. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode, I have my friend Nikoski to speak about his journey in making music. You can find more of his music by clicking the link in the description below. I'd like to give a content warning for any trying to let me use this episode, and hope you have a nice day, and enjoy the show. So, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so before we get started, I'd like to let you introduce yourself and then we get started with the questions. All right, cool. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Nikosi Bourne. I'm a rapper from Brooklyn, New York. I'm almost a jack of all trades to kind of push forward my music career. I've been a designer, a social media manager, manager a cameraman, whatever you can name, to be honest. It's the grind in New York City. But that wraps up me in the, in the kind of like full sp- space of who I am. But yeah. Okay. So now we can get into the question. So with all that about you, what would your order story be and how would you like to represent it? Um, I would say my origin story would be <laughs> dramatic. Um, I almost feel like I live in this like soap opera, um, almost to be extra Tyler Perry <laughs> situation, um, but a more cinematic version of that, um, at least from my lens. Uh, I, like the thing that comes to mind is like these trials and tribulations uh, that you have to face as just like, being a New Yorker, being uh, a person of color, all these different things. Um, So that's the main thing for me, but then also just like being a self-starter and being very focused on what you want so that all that kind of like negative or what you would consider a reason to be down kind of is a motivation. And it's kind of like, no matter what, he kind of just like, I would just keep moving forward. Nice. And you say it would be dramatic, right? Yes. <laughs> so you have like yeah. a play and then have like yeah. over acting. I would, I would say it could, it would literally, I could see it being this book that's very like detailed and like being laid out and then turning into a play and then turning into a, a full blown movie. Um, <laughs> but yes. Nice, nice. So with all that, you're a very creative person. Where did that start? Where did that come from? Um, I think it's honestly stemmed from a number of things. Um, I would say the first thing that comes to my mind is like when I used to be younger, I used to have a lot of toys and I grew up with one of my cousins. Like We lived in the same house and he would always come up with these like crazy backups background stories of the toys and i always wish i could do that so i kind of just continuously push myself to create stories based on whether it's my life or just like people watching because that's another thing too just like i'm very laid back and quiet at times so i'm instead of like just being in the moment a lot of times i'm observing what's going on or even just like stepping outside of myself and then i'm able to like see the different traits of people and create different characters and be like this person is probably this type of person and i'm usually right (laughs) so that just helps motivate me and then with music i kind of turn that lens to myself and be like What's going on in your life? But yeah. Nice. Let's unpack that real quick. 
So the first thing is you say like you integrated twice, like a person like observe things. Is that mm-hmm. why like a you like a chill person, maybe laid back personality? Yes, for sure. I I think that also stems from just like that dramaticness <laughs> that I would say in my life from the people around me. Um, I feel like that's the way I've learned how to live my life. Like, see, I feel like a lot of people have um, people they look up to, not saying that I don't have people that I look up to, but I have people that I see the error in their ways and I've tried to do the opposite. And I also take the good things that they do, but I feel like not saying I take that for granted, but that's very much more the obvious thing where it's like the wrong thing. You actually have to sit back and pay attention and feel like what would go, what would happen? What would, what would take place if you did this differently? And I try to look at those options, but yeah. Nice. And you say you kind of see people's like traits and you were right about them. Would you write about me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say you're definitely a character. Uh, just like our time in Baruch, I can definitely make a character based off of you. Nice, nice. And now I guess we can just listen to music. So I have okay. like the other creative parts of you helped in your music making journey? Um, yeah, like I've mentioned that I was like, a, I'm, I'm still a designer and in like animation. And when I first made that switch, because I used to be a developer, being a developer is very technical and it kind of teaches you how to be a self-starter, but also just focus on the task at hand. Whereas being creative is being more open and trying stuff and just doing whatever you want. Um, Making that switch has allowed me to adapt a bunch of different things, just being a creative. Uh, Some things are specific to design, but those more general things I've switched or I've adapted to music. And then that's been able to me, that's been, that allowed me to kind of focus more on those detailed things that I need to do with music. Nice, nice. And with music, what kind of feeling did you get when you're writing a song? Um, I would say, <laughs> to get a little deep here, I would say I'm one as a male, whatever you want to say. Um, it's not, I'm not going to say it's frowned upon, but naturally, like, I feel like most men aren't taught to be expressive. It's really like if you cry, it's like, man, stuff like that. Um, So most men, it's really like you just you don't even know the the range of emotions you have. It's like I'm happy or I'm angry. And most of the time is I'm angry. Um, So I would say a lot of times it's like it's that. But as of recently, I've been trying to really understand like what emotions are. Like I've literally looked up, it's like, what is happiness? Like what's the, the range of emotions? What, how do you define each one? I would say now I've kind of like, I still don't know off the, the, the top of my head, but it really just depends on what's going on in my life and the things I want to see or I want to ignore. Um, And even just like, especially being like an independent artist trying to break through, a lot of people want to hear about joy or joy, which kind of like, if you don't have the full joy, you kind of try to focus on hope. um, And that brings you some type of joy. So that's kind of where I've been at. And that's usually the music that people that I know or like, I must say fans <laughs> um, are gravitating towards uh, more so than like when you're just angry. I think versus then angry, if you're trying to appeal to a wider audience, it's almost this sadness like, um, 
two examples uh, that come to my mind immediately. It's like Miss Jackson by Outkast. Like, like that hits you. My son, Andre 3000 on the hook, or um, I was about to, because literally both of them just trigger in my head. The other one is like Eminem, where he's like, I'm sorry, mama. I didn't want to dun, 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 but tonight uh, it's like, woo, put me in my bag. Or even somebody like Drake um, constantly just putting everybody in their feelings and you're just driving around the city and stuff like that. So I kind of try to go those two routes because um, I got to get the bag. <laughs> but also, that's generally the music that I like. But also a lot of times I'm feeling I don't got a car, but it's really like, even then, it's like, even when like I'm on my bike, there's something about like, I remember uh, Tyler, the creator's new album came out and it's like sound beaming. I was even on my bike tweaking. And it's just creating those type of feelings where it's like, I feel good. Even like if I'm mad, I feel good about being mad, <laughs> but yeah. That's really how I tried to just like navigate music, but even just like making music is a hard process. And that can let you dig into your emotions even more. Cause it's like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this happening? So I really try to just like be as transparent as possible. And yeah. Nice. Very detailed. Thank you. Anything about this? <laughs> yeah, I really, I'll be. It's it's being a musician. It's very like you're always in isolation. Even if you're around people, you're in isolation because you're just really like, what's happening? How can I use this in music? Literally, everyone I like talk to or date, I'd be like, do not be mad at me. If your name pop up in the song or our situation pops up in the song, because I'm going to be honest about how I feel or even like my mom or something like that. So like these situations that I feel like, especially like black families try to hide. <laughs> really like, like that's, it's literally like Kanye said it, it's family business. Um, like I'm going to express how I feel and I think that's also what holds a lot of musicians back sometimes. It's like this inauthenticity. Um, all the musicians that I know I like want to work with, like uh, Kenny Beats, he's a producer. And I remember he did this partnership and it was like he got to listen to upcoming music. I'm pretty sure it was like genius, uh, upcoming uh, musicians music. And he was like, I love this song but you said this one line about like having some type of cars, like, do you got that car? And it's like, no, it's like that ruined the song for me. Cause I know you don't got it. Um, but like that, but then also mixed with like seeing somebody like Kanye West who has like literally whiz his heart on his sleeve. But it's like, he was like, why do people love Kanye? Is that reason? Like, I'm not going to hold back for nobody. And you will always get to see the full thing, even if it's bad. Like, I remember 808 and Heartbreak. Everybody's like, ew. And it's like, oh, I love it. Or even like a Kid Cudi. It's like, that's the reason he got signed. It's like, bro, this is pure emotion. <laughs> um, so that's really where all that stems from. Yes. Cool. So I want to first jump back to like the feelings part. I remember, mm -hmm. like, in school, they were, like, so don't just say happy, but, like, identify what is happy. Like, yeah. you say you may feel good, but, like, what word best describes that, describes it? Mm -hmm. um, I would say the most, the, like, I'm not into this, but I would say the the feeling of, like, taking drugs, like, euphoric and like that time like i don't know if you ever seen uh asap rocky's lsd music video you should watch it it's literally just like neon signs and shit like that and it's like 
why I relate to that feeling is I dislocated my shoulder like nine times. Um, but the first time I dislocated my shoulder, they didn't want to give me heavy drugs because I was in high school and I was like in 10th grade or something. And they gave me like whatever random drug it was. And it kind of like put me to sleep for a while. But I literally woke up in the middle of them putting my arm back into place. And I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> and they were like, stop, stop. And then they gave me like the serious drugs. And I was like, I don't know what happened to me, but I literally felt like electricity. And it's just like, I'm like, I literally felt like the, when people describe a soul, like that's how I felt. So I remember that feeling always. And I'm like, I want people to feel like this when I'm listening, when they're listening to my music, whether it's like that, like whether it's, it's kind of happy or sad, I want you to feel this where it's like, if it's happy, you kind of feel that high, but if, you um if it's in a more sad uh place i want you to kind of feel the goosebumps of that like fading away but you still feel good in some way and the best way to describe it i forget the name of the song but it's on beyonce's lemonade album it's like the second song and every time i hear that song but damn <laughs> i literally get goosebumps and I'm not, I'm not a black woman. I don't know what that scenario would be like, um, but it's still relatable in some way, just the, the feelings and the emotions that are expressed. Definitely. I can see that. And that ties back into the authenticity of everything. Of like, if you experience that, you can really have the details that nobody else because you say you want people for electricity i can't yeah. i can't say what that feels like because i've never been in that yeah. situation exactly um because like even like someone like like i'll never forget that moment that this was like coming out with the album and stuff it's like somebody cheated on beyonce <laughs> <laughs> never never oh to even even to hear a fraction of what that story would be through music is crazy. So like I felt it immediately. So yeah. Right. This can't be true. <laughs> yeah. Can't be me. Word. It's crazy. And then still to move on with the relationship too. Yeah. So uh, this had like a thought. Can you say how like people you want the best thing to do to be authentic, right? Mm-hmm. But then in the authenticity, you said Kanye examples, there's ups and downs because like life goes, life is ups and downs. But yeah. if you're inauthentic, then you the minute you lose the um image is when it's over. I'm trying yeah. to see like which one's like the better kind of way, like which one's better. I would say like always the thing is like it might not always work depending on who you are. Like even myself, like I feel doubt. Because it's like, I'm being honest, but am I being too straightforward about how I'm being honest? There's certain ways to do it, all of these different ways. Uh, but I think with the in, inauthentic, there's, it gets, it's almost the same, but it's this range. And it's kind of like, you built this character. You can always evolve that character, but it's not, it's nothing you can really fall back on, if that makes sense, because it's not like you falling back onto yourself. You're falling on, <laughs> like, it's almost like telling lies and you get caught up in your lies. Like a perfect example is like six, nine right now. Like right now it's like you was this person. Now you in witness protection. And it's just like crazy. <laughs> like, it's a dramatic difference of where his career was and it is now. I would say, like, even, like, there's times where it might seem inauthentic, but that person is that person. I would say a person that 
Um, and it's it's also a whole bunch of other stuff, like just the industry in general. But like I see someone like Lady Gaga, and it's like, this is Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is a person that's going to go out and dress and do all these things. But then she can also fall back and be like, I'm this is me being casual. So like I would rather that than like a different situation where it's like a lot of rappers too. It's like, yeah, y'all was street dudes, but you might not have no bodies. But I'm gonna say I got bodies. That's like inauthentic, but it's still just like you just more stretching your truth versus like you ain't never been in the streets. Like a perfect example is like, and I feel like this is where I fall in, especially just like being in New York. I always say like I could have been that hood kid because I oh like every direction from my house was the hood every fit like so many different family members it's like bro I could get into this if I really wanted to but what I'm saying is like a perfect example is like somebody like Steve Lacey where he his family was like no (laughs) you gotta stay home and he he was able to even like his gateway into music was very much family related, like obviously music at home, but he was able to work with like people like the internet and Tyler the Creator and all these other people because of his family ties, like his connections. Um, So that took him where he wanted to be and he was still able to be himself, even though he grew up in Compton where he could have easily been influenced to be somebody else. yeah that's kind of just like how i see it and why i say i'd rather be this authentic person and just like i i literally have this discussion in my roommate it's like you have to be authentic but you also have to exaggerate who that person is in a way and how you do that really leads to your success definitely makes sense yeah, I lean more towards like authentic because you know like, sometimes you'll get tired of pretending to be somebody else unless you really change into that character. Yeah, for sure. You won't be like, I'm tired. Hey, what's <laughs> like? Yeah. Like, Who is this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But then, I think go ahead. I was gonna say, but the also the part two is really like I think some people miss out on is like. Just because you're this person now, you're still able to evolve into whatever you want. Like a lot of times people get boxed in. It's like you're this, like for me or rappers in general, this happened with Tyler, the creator. He's like, I made the album Igor and y'all calling me a rapper or this is a rap album. This is clearly not a rap album. <laughs> um, but like, that's one of the things I worry about. Like I kind of make more of like a Earl sweatshirt, Mike Navy blue type music right now, but I write songs that are more indie pop. And I, I kind of just work on that. Cause I know I need to hone in my voice. I need to practice even somebody like Drake, like you could see the transition, but it was really like, I'm trying to find my love, but now it's really a full-blown singing. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. That's interesting. Uh, but even just making those trans- those transitions, you're able to evolve. And it's just, it might not be well-received all the time, but you're still able to do that. Definitely. So, yeah. So with like finding your voice, what how's that journey been? Um, it's a hard one. Like I, I said before, you're really by yourself, and most of the time, nobody knows. Like nobody knows what's going on in your head. So you even like when you kind of like show a glimpse of it, um, they aren't like everybody's not keen to seeing where you're going or even just like if like like I just said like I have four songs out 
right now, right? Even that is a range <laughs> like of those four songs, but like nobody sees the 50 songs I have written in my phone or the so or the 30 songs I have recorded besides me and the engineer and probably like a small group of my friends and be like, oh, you way ahead of <laughs> where I think you are. Um, so like finding that voice and also understanding like understanding like what voice you need to focus on is important and it's hard but like you kind of just go with you go with the motions and you explore but also you need to know when to rein it in and like when it's like okay I wrote this song I can't sing it right now because my voice isn't there either I get a feature and then do this part like I have a I say this about songs, like if you listen to like a lot of Biggie Small songs or Jay-Z songs, like they got somebody else on the hook. The, the part that you love the most is somebody else like Biggie, 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 can't you see? It's, that's not him. <laughs> that is not him. It's his choice that he has that on the song. But the main parts, the verses are him. And when he gets to that point, since he didn't do the hook, it's like, I'm a body this. So that combination is great. So making that decision to kind of like allow somebody else to be, um, to be on the hook versus you singing right now could change your whole career path. But also knowing whether you want to just develop that voice or write for other people can change that career path. So when I so when you say voice, it's kind of like almost different in my eyes because it's really like more so what are you doing with it? Because I feel like most people know what they like. It's just a matter of can you do it all the time? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, but also specifically, at least that's how I feel. Um, Cause I've always been more so like, I know what I like. Um, and like we were talking about before, as you're growing and you're evolving, that changes, that adapts. Like I remember when I first started rapping, I wanted to call myself Mandela. I literally was like, bar for bar. <laughs> Like nobody could tell me nothing. I was going to talk about um, being basically like being like super pro black and not that I'm not, but it's really like, okay, let me rein it in and decide how I approach this. It's very much like if you look at Kendrick Lamar, to pimp a butterfly is very different than damn, but it's really like I'm at a place where it's like I'm gonna make that decision and people always say like his albums are so unorganized because it should be like a different order in how he released them but he made that choice to be like no this is what I want and this is how I want to express myself so like doing something phenomenal like good kid mad city it's like I could do whatever I want now so to pimp a butterfly um and then move on quickly to something like a dam where it's really like okay now i really just want to i'm gonna still do what i've been doing but i'm gonna have more fun with it and be more uh, or uh be more appealing to a wider audience um so that's kind of like how i see it where it's like now very much like being in this like tiktok era and stuff like that you kind of have to appeal to that wider audience and very be wider audience, but it's still very targeted in your approach because it's really like, I'm trying to touch everyone, but I'm really trying to, it's like a lot of people, it's like, I'm gonna make a dance. Like literally like Soldier Boy coming out, it's like, I'm gonna make a dance. What you talking about? <laughs> um, so like, it's, it's like your voice is, it's in your music, but it's also in your marketing. It's also in just like everything. You kind of really like 
go into. I know I could barely dance myself. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's really going to be like, I already see it for myself more so where it's like, it's, it's a lot of people, a lot of musicians, it's exponential, but then it, it can, it could kind of go anywhere versus more slow and steady, <clears throat> um, which is a hard path to toe. But I know that I want to have a mix of this exponential, but slow and steady. So I'm really trying to create a foundation for myself with the voice that I've decided to kind of just like focus on and hone, which is like being a rapper. I like, I've always just like, I was my room, I have these thorough discussions with my roommate. That's why I feel like, yo, I need to be put on a podcast. <laughs> um, but it's, it's literally like, I feel like I'm very much in a place where it's like, I could be your favorite rapper's favorite rapper because it's like, yo, I like your music. I like the flows. I like these like things that you're doing, but it, not, it might not appeal to the widest audience. But even then, like if you look at some musicians that you could say that are like very similar to me, they can have a three minute song and then just rap bars for the whole time. Me more so, it's like, I do like this structure of being catchy and stuff like that, or having more chorus and melodies and uh, bridges and stuff like that, than just having more verses. And that changes the music in a whole. So it's like, I'm gonna just continue adapting that approach based on where I wanna go and what I'm seeing is happening in the world. And that's my voice right there. Yes. So I got from that is the voice is part of like the image, like the authenticity, authenticity of everything. For sure. And like Jay-Z and Biggie, they play to the strength. They're like, I can rap. I can't, I may not be able to sing, but I'm gonna let everybody know I can rap. Yeah, exactly. Cause it, even like the singing and the rapping, it's a it's a giant um contrast, at least at that time. Now it's kind of been blended together. And even that in itself is a new voice that has been created. Like somebody like Lil Uzi, where it's like, you can see that transition from a little Wayne to a little Uzi. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and then you have like Biz Marquis when he actually sung it and then mm-hmm. that changed his whole career. Exactly. Very much where it's like, you a beatboxing rapper to it's like, you <laughs> and everybody, everybody felt it exactly so it's really like that's it's it's exactly those those moments choices who define what your voice is but more importantly who you are and want to become yeah and that slow and steady pace is hard but it's you have a foundation that yeah exactly it's it's something is like like that's why we have in a way beyond the um the kind of like guidelines of an industry that's why we have genres because it's like there's so many mashups now with like uh pop music and like rappers and stuff or like indie artists and rappers like it's more so centered around rap right now because that's the more popular music but it's like cardi b is with all these latin artists which makes sense but or even like uh, ed sharon or whoever is at the top of the charts and it's like or kendrick and U two. it's like why they can they have a range of music they know what they want to do but it's like, at the end of the day, this isn't necessarily my category and I have something to fall back on, but I'm gonna still take the steps to go out outside of my comfort zone. So yes, yeah, it's, it's almost like, and this is what I've seen at a lot of concerts and some, a place like TikTok is like, 
I'm gonna make something. I'm gonna see if y'all like it. If y'all if y'all like, it, I'm gonna release it. Why not? Uh, Pink Pantheris. Uh, I'm hope I'm saying her name right, but Pink Pantheris. She literally releases all of her music like that, and she's like, I'm not gonna stop doing it that way. Now that I've blown up, that doesn't change anything. I want to make music and release it. I don't want to hoard music, and I think that's the biggest part of. Um, finding that voice is like just making and creating and then like tailoring those things that you made. It's like, this falls in line with where I'm at right now. And this doesn't save that for later. It might work for something. It might not. Nice. And when you're making music, when do you know a song is finished? Um, Usually it's when the beat stop, but <laughs> I feel like I at least work on music in these waves. Um, and when I say it's not like I have inspiration right now, I'm just going to make all this music. It's really like I hear a beat, right? And then I have ideas for the songs. Usually I try to get through the whole song, like hook, bridge, whatever you want to like verse, everything. And then it's like, all these extra stuff. So there's like, there's ad-libs, there's um, kind of just like background noise to kind of like fill it out. Like, am I gonna double the vocals? Then it's the, the actual like mixing of it. And then it's like, do I wanna have a fucking poem in between <laughs> this? Do I wanna have a skit in between this? Like, um, I don't remember the exact thing, but like, I'm, there's a song on Isaiah Rashad's album and uh, what's it called? Dang. Basically, he has a skit from like a meme video. He's like, it's really like uh, basically a thug talking about a rainbow. Like, <laughs> I know you didn't just see that when you heard the beat. It's literally like I made the song. It's like, add that shit. <laughs> add that shit. Why not? Or like certain things. And I've really been trying to open my mind up to kind of discover and add more stuff to songs because that's what makes songs memorable. That's what kind of like add things. Like if you listen to uh, one of my favorite albums is, and I can't remember the name of the album. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's, I'm pretty sure it's, the name of the album is Thriller, but let me double check. Sorry. Um, Just double checking. Gotta make sure I get the name right. Yeah, it's Thriller for sure. Um, but Michael ja Michael Jackson's album, and it's like Quincy Jones helped him make that album. So two things with that, it's like, it's Michael Jackson. We all know he does the that gives you that oomph and everything isn't always recorded in one take. So it's like, <laughs> like all that extra stuff. And then the behind the scenes work more so what I was giving, I'm really just trying to give you like a real life example where it's like Quincy Jones. I like, I remember watching his documentary and he's like, I might have the, engineer do a hundred mixes then I might like that I'll like the second mix <laughs> um and it's like why because that's just what felt right in the moment of listening to all of them Kanye is another person that's like that too it's just like I'm gonna try and try and try and try and sometimes you overdo it sometimes it feels too simplified that's kind of the problem that I've felt occasionally but you look at a song um like um i have a very bad memory but if you look at oh i'm bugging if you look at grinding by clips with the neptune but that's a simple ass song but it's just fire <laughs> Like that beat is literally, I'm in the lunchroom. Like, doo -doo -doo -doo. it's every lunchroom, every New York school. Exactly. So it's really like, 
okay, I'm, I'm good with this. This is done. And it's also the timing, because that's really like when it's like, yo, we rapping. I don't care about nothing, we rapping. Versus like trying to be more musical or whatever. Like even sometimes like I'll get a beat and be like, this song is too long, cut it down or take this sound out or build the song like this. So it's really just like a number of different elements that go into being like, this song is done. And it's usually, I would say the final thing is the car test. I literally, every time, like, I feel like I am working on music and I want to know, like, is this banging? I, my friend, uh, Jonathan, shout out to my son, John. <laughs> um, he, he has this crazy system built into his car. He's like, I paid for this. I paid specifically for this, for this to bump. So literally we like fine tune it. And it's like played in there. If it's, uh, if it's bumping in there, that's, that's it. It's done. Like, I don't need to, I don't really need to add anything extra to it because that's the ideal scenario where people will be listening to music. Um, sometimes like even hearing like when, when an artist releases an album, you might hear it in your headphones or you might just play it out loud from your computer and be like, ah, I don't really like this versus you go to somebody's house, you get in somebody's car or whatever. And I think this is also why the radio has always been important in terms of like, just like, especially New York, but like in general, in terms of music, it's a different, it sound different, especially with subs and bass, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's really been the ultimate test for me. And it is like sometimes like, like I've even been saying this to myself, like I don't want to show people music just like playing it out loud or like I used to rap. Even then it's like I used to rap for people. So I'm not doing this. I'm playing the song. But now it's not even going like, I'm playing the song. It's like you got to come get the speakers with it because... That's the best. That's the best feeling you're gonna get from it. Definitely. If it bumps in the car and you're friends with it, that's like the hardest people to impress. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Strangers will definitely support you more than your friends. So that's why I try to be like, I want fans. I don't want friends. I already got friends. Like, so yeah. Yeah, but I think. Go ahead. I'm going to plug this really quick. My Spotify. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, about you. It's a shameless plug. My Spotify, Nikosi Born, N-K-O-S-I-B-O-U-R-N-E. I have uh, my latest single, Squares, is up there. Um, but I'm going to be dropping a lot of music this year. And I'm going to continue to do that. It's only going to be more and more and more. Um, I've been slacking because of limited resources, but I've declared this year that literally nothing will stop me, but also like if I feel like I'm slacking, I'm asking myself the question every week, what am I not doing and how can I do more with what I have? Definitely, everybody will limit their budget. That's the number one question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Before we go, I just want to say that thing with Chrissy Jones, 100, and I picked the second one. That's when I had to quit music and everything. Generally. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out here. It's hard. And that's the thing, too. Like, I would say that's what breaks. That's what makes and breaks a lot of artists. Like, um, it's, I think, um, one of the things I thought you was going to ask was like, why do you uh why do you like why do you do you kind of ask it but it's like why do you do music um i started music on a whim like i literally uh was it's a long-winded story but i started playing soccer so i could get ready for basketball season fucking fractured my hip playing soccer which is 
at least in the medical practice, it's a, a common thing to happen. Um, I literally like right before summer, I did that. So my whole summer was blown. I was literally just in the house playing 2K. My cousin came back from college. was like, oh, you should try rapping. Started, people was like, you have nice bars. You know what you're doing, but you just kind of like need to slow down a bit and figure out like what you want to talk about. Um, with that, all of that to be said, it's like, I had no ties for to it, so it was just always fun. But like my mom would say, this is like you love trying, like you do stuff, but you never stick with it. So I really see music is the only thing that I've really been like, yo, I gotta stick to this and just continue it because it's the thing that truly makes me happy. Um, so I really just be like. <laughs> even when I'm sad about it, it makes me happy still that it's like, I'm grateful enough that I can actually be sad about this versus so many other different things. Um, but yeah, it's very tough. Like I said, it's very isolating. So I really like, like I have so many friends that started doing music with me and be like, you still do music and like, you still do music, you still do music. Went to the barbershop yesterday, like you still doing music? It's like, wow, that's great. Da, da, da. Even like I have a vocal teacher that I head up once in a while and be like, can you help me <laughs> oh, find the key for this song and stuff like that? And it's like, I'm happy to see you're still doing music. It's like, I'm not gonna stop. I've wasted too much money. <laughs> but also, it just like makes me happy for real, for real. So I just like, keep it going. Yeah. And get the same thing on here with the podcast. I'm just like, I'm two years in. Exactly. I went to listen to the podcast, obviously, before doing this. And I was just like, it's hella episodes. <laughs> shout out to you. Shout out to you. Especially, one, thank you for having me. But also just, like, putting on for so many different people. It's wonderful to see. Thank you. I had to, pay, had to make sure you was in here. I didn't forget about you. <laughs> Where we were literally supposed to do this like three years ago. <laughs> and then pandemic happened, and then we oh, everything. Like <laughs> research. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Before the last question, I wanted to go back to the thought like uh, always doing something like a hundred times. That's always been like my limiter. Cause like after like after like the third time, it's just like I don't it's just like where is all the energy going to is that question yeah um i definitely feel that like it's two things with that it's like i've in my rounds of doing everything in the world i've met some crazy some not crazy people but like good people and one of the things they've like taught me my my friend Serge over at Culture Hub, shameless, shameless plug, shameless plug. Um, he was like, one of the first things he said when I met him is like, you gotta do something for 10,000 hours or something like that. 10,000 like, hours, then you're a master. Exactly, exactly. So if you're, not, if you're not willing to do that, let it go. Um, but then also just like, a lot of times, especially like in this social media era, it's just like you want instant gratification. You think you want pop by doing whatever, and then it don't work. Like literally, I gotta after this, I gotta go make a TikTok. It's and it's the realest one of the realest TikToks. Uh, it's literally like you just grab your phone and it's like, damn, it's like me. Um, looking to see if I blew up on TikTok. Yeah. And that's literally how I feel. I'm like, so this shit ain't pop. Yeah, that's find me yet. Let's <laughs> forsake it so long. Exactly. But you got to take the small wins. You avoid looking at the numbers when it's not like decision, like actual decision making versus just like letting it affect your work ethic or your, your dedication to something. I think that's where it's mostly like give up or even like I was talking about being 
um, becoming a, a, mu a musician, like if you're not willing to figure out what's, what can you do with what you got, um, it's like, there's no continuing, like literally uh, Kenny Beats again, there was this video of this kid, he, he was like, he basically had like a bunk bed. He tied up. Oh yeah, the tied up the, the mic. mic. Yeah, with the headphones on. And niggas, niggas like, whoa, my son is dedicated. <laughs> He's like eight years old. Yeah, and it was literally they like crowdsource and bought him like full blown studio equipment. I was like, let me make a video about this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I remember being like first wanting to be a rapper, and it's like, how do I get to the studio? And then I started to learn about so many different studios. And it's like, okay, now which one is in my budget? And now it's really like, fuck, not fuck the budget, but fuck the budget. Which one is going to benefit me the most? Like right now, uh, another plug. Shout out to my engineer, Joe Grasso. Pretty sure that's how you say his last name. But he works at Sony. And I literally looked, it's... Uh, Brooklyn Brewery Music Studio, I looked at the list of engineers and I was like, one, he works at Sony. Two, he's done, like he's had the most, at least experience that I could find. Um, and I was like, I like the mixes for my voice. And a lot of people had good mixes, but it's like, I want this for me. I know the sound that I'm going with. So it's really like you work up to those things that you thought you would never be able to achieve and like what I said before is where it's like, I'm not going to let anything stop me this year. I feel like in the past, like uh, I was literally talking to my nutritionist about this. And, and yes, I have a nutritionist because I have health care. <laughs> but I literally was like, I would say it's kind of like double. It's been like doubling over the past year. So I would get to like the third week of January. And be like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I've been trying to go hard, like being healthy, uh, working, doing my side thing with music. I always try to put music at the forefront when in general I have a nine to five job and I have to fit in music how I can. But I always try to look at it the opposite way and be like, music is the main thing. My nine to five job is just a stepping stone. And it's the bank. Yeah, exactly. It's funding everything. But I literally it's like when you're feeling that 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 moment of tired or you're meeting those three weeks, it's really like eh, you could either fall off, but I'm really deciding, I'm making the choice to be like, yes, I have all these other things going on in my life, family, girlfriend, whatever you want to, whatever you want to name. But no matter what, I'm going to do what I need to do because I know that this is where I want to go and this is where I want to end up. So I'm really just focusing on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time to end. But like, it's just, it's that thing where you just like, ain't like, you, nah, you can always upgrade later. Just gotta be where you're at at that moment. Yeah, like the con literally just the consistency, like, even if, like, I think the podcast is a perfect example. Like, so many people have podcasts, right? Or so many people want to be rappers, but it's like, all right, I'm, even if I'm not, like, releasing the podcast or releasing the music, at least I'm trying to record these podcast episodes. It's like, okay, I did this. This doesn't really work. I don't like this. Even just, like, editing, it's like, okay change all to this whatever then release it okay maybe not this maybe not this time switch it do somebody else or even like try to like re-record it with that person it's like all right this is what we do i literally have i used to have a podcast with me and my roommate and they're just like yo it wasn't recorded the whole time <laughs> i gotta do that shit again okay but it's like, wow, that was a nice practice run. <laughs> um, and that's really how I feel about life in general. 
where it's like that's why we have school that's why we have like friends and family to prepare you for the real things that you have to face in your life but it's at the end of the day it's like grind 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 <laughs> so yeah that's really just my perspective on it though and before I let you go, the last question is, what would you name your origin story? Um, damn. Um, hold on, give me one second. Give me one second. <laughs> I really, I really, the thing that popped into my head at first is really the unspeakable story of the Cozy Boy. <laughs> Uh, or the trials and tribulations of the closey board, but it's it's really like um, I would say <laughs> I'm really I'm really being extra because there's most stuff that's popping in my head is like uh, I really gonna say thank God. <laughs> I really, it's like, I really can see it, like, specifically, as, like, in design class. It's like, big, thank God. And then to kind of be more funny about it, you have, like, this subtext, and you're like, for da 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 But I would also just say, um, I don't know, this is kind of hard, but I really... I'm really just having the phrases pop up, like, keep it up, um, or perfect, perfect, I have a perfect one, speak to New York, everything, stop playing with me, <laughs> stop playing with me, because I, I, and I'm basing that off of this great book that I read that has kind of, like, helped me, it's one of, I'm not a big reader, even in when we used to go to school, School, even not even talking about Baruch because I'm not reading no textbooks, <laughs> but like even like um, middle school, whatever, like when we had to read like Killer Mockingbird, all those stuff, I would really read like half of the book and then like skim through it to do whatever I needed to do. Um, and not that I have no problem with reading, I just think I am more focus in doing than reading um but i'm trying to change that but one of the books that's been on my path to change that um is called uh the third door and it's basically about like if you're in a club there's like the main entrance where everybody's waiting to get in there's the vip entrance where it's like easy just you on the list you're going in then there's this third door and it's like, however you get in there, you getting in there. So even to, to me, it's more like, I have seen those third doors in front of me. I've seen those opportunities and I've seized them, but that's still not enough. So it's really like, stop playing with me. <laughs> I got everything and more, I have the plan. I know what I need to do. I'm doing it. You can't tell me nothing. Uh, or even if you do have a, a criticism, it's like, boom, I'm fixing it immediately. And you can see it. I got the, and it's like, this is how the plan changed. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. You really out here. Why are you not on yet? Stop playing with me. <laughs> but yeah, I, that got to be the name of it. And then what would take out yet? Stop playing with me. <laughs> yeah, it's literally stop playing. It's literally stop playing with me. A biography by <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's really how I see it. Hi. <sighs> so one more email plugs before we uh, let you go. Um, I would say I have no idea when this is gonna release. Um, but I have a lot of music coming up in this upcoming year. I'm going to release uh, a mixtape that should be like somewhere from five to 10 songs. Uh, some songs that I've released are already gonna be on there. Um, please just 
follow me on Instagram at Nikosi Born, TikTok, Nikosi Born Six. Uh, my YouTube, Nikosi Born. All wherever you find, wherever you can find me, Twitter. Follow me, keep up, especially if you just in enjoying me, enjoy hearing me talk. I would say my music is even that and more. Um, and yeah, main important thing is go on Spotify, go on Apple Music and listen to my music and support a Black artist. <laughs> um, and if there's any people that, that see slash listen to this, and would love and want to reach out, definitely hit me up. I love to I love to discuss myself, but then also help other people because I see things very simplistically. I'm a hard ass on people, but it's only so I can see you succeed. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me again. Anytime. I appreciate it. And I forgot to ask you if any questions for me. If not, that's okay. Um, I do have a question for you. Cool. Um, what has kept you motivated, especially, I feel like I was there when you started doing this and you were like trying to recruit people um, for this. I was definitely one of them, <laughs> but I was slacking, but also pandemic. What kept you motivated to keep this going? And even like, how are you handling just like approaching this? Like, what is your methodology? What is your research? Like all these things that go into the podcast. And then also, what's your favorite part about that? I say what kept me going was just like. So one what's your motivation mm -hmm. for continuing to more so like yes you have a mo this motivation but then beyond the motivation what else do you really like put into the podcast and then i already forgot the third one <laughs> <laughs> i guess i saw the first two i guess like the kids continuing i'm still trying to i'm really trying to find that because when I started it, I didn't have a full-time job. Now I have a full-time job because of the podcast, which mm -hmm. is in radio advertising. Mm. So right now I'm trying to redefine what's my new motivation. Okay, my son then came up. <laughs> <laughs> That's lit. I'm so happy that that happened for you. Thanks. I, even, even um, <laughs> what's it called? I was playing an episode. So I, I went like towards the beginning and I was listening. And then I went to like the most recent episode. I was like, that's a sponsor? <laughs> Is that a sponsor? Is that a plug? I was like, that's crazy. I'm so I'm so happy for that you got that opportunity out of this. Um, but yeah, please continue. Yeah, because I had like four different things was gonna happen with the podcast. Either it would blow up and I'll just live off the podcast. I get a job, either somebody pays me like for like the services. Or basically, it's something similar to the podcast, or it fails. Okay. <laughs> and then I got a job because of the podcast. I was just like, so then, but then my brain was like, you won. And I was like, but I don't want to stop. Okay. I respect that. So now I'm just trying to find that motivation again. I'm like, what's, what's next? What's that next evolution? Okay, yeah, for sure. And then I guess the most enjoyable thing is just that, it's like another creative outlet for me because before I used to graphic design, like you, that's how we met with um, animation. And then recently I stopped because I wasn't really enjoying it. It's mm -hmm. like, it like freelance designing. Yeah. But now it's like, I still get to like have that creativity of like meeting people and then like thinking of what's the thumbnail going to look like, what's the image going to look like. So I'm still able to express myself. I feel that. Definitely. That's how I felt. That's how I feel about design and animation. Like, I more so want to just be the person to pitch the ideas versus having to create it. Um, but I will continue doing that because I need to fund this music. Like, this looks amazing if you did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. I literally have whole movie ideas, animation, like cartoons and stuff. But it's like, eh. 
can't do this. I can't do this right now. <laughs> I think we ended uh, the episode like three times already. <laughs> we never look at all. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's every everything is hard. It's just uh, what are you willing to suffer for? And that's why Mirso asked you about that motivation for. Oh yeah, it's costing me money. Like I'm trying to. Yeah, I am just like this is costing me a lot. Yeah, I feel that literally um, with music, it just feels like I'm spending an endless amount of money. It's like I'm throwing money in a pit, and it's it's wild because you don't get no return for at least a long time. Um, and even like what you said, where it's like I'm like you you were able to get that job. I feel like before even the job, you got to get some type of recognition and I've started to get it a bit because it's like people's like, oh, you the rap, like you a rapper, like you make music. And it's like, I'm doing shows. And it's like, yo, you come off the stage and be like, I know you're going to do that. I know you're going to do that. Um, so I'm getting some type of recognition. But now it's, it's really like, OK, how do I make this recognition bigger, but also how can I monetize this for real, for real? Um, and it's all in due time. But thank you for sharing that with me, too. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> We're friends, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, we didn't listen to each other stuff until we had to speak to each other. Like, okay, so what's the way <laughs> they do again? Okay, cool. Let me take notes. <laughs> Word. I mean, I feel like as an adult, that's how a lot of relationships are. Sometimes it's really like, um, let's hang out and do nothing. Um, but I feel like especially like having some you have something that drives you you gotta be focused on that and even like not saying that you shouldn't make time for anything else but it's really like like one of the things that has kept me going this throughout this year i've honestly started before this year but i'm saying this year it's really like developing these schedules like literally like even when like i've had people ask me to do something like this and it's nowhere as like streamlined. Like you literally is like, hey, pick the day. Like, <laughs> like no back and forth, like, yeah, I'm available these days. Like, here's the calendar. I, I appreciate that so much. Like here's I'm free. And it's the easy link. Everything's automated. Exactly. And I feel like once people start acknowledging that how things should work it would be a lot easier for people to be like just cool with each other. Um, Cause a lot of times it's also like, if you have a job, you're missing out on mad stuff going on because you just can't run the streets, at least like with music and like just creative stuff. But it's like, I got a job, man. <laughs> Let me know when this is going to happen in advance because I'm going to pull up, but I needed to come up. I need to put my TTO in. Yeah, I at least needed to. I at least need to take the day off. Yeah. But yeah, man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, and reaching out. As always. That brings another episode of the Let's Get Podcast to a close. Again, you can find more of Nikosi's music by clicking the link in the description below. So next week I have Troy Hippolito to speak about his journey in entrepreneurship and business. Hope you continue on this day and I hope to see you there.